Another Sunday has come and gone in the NFL. Some rookies have shown their wares, including a couple of sticky-fingered corners. And we're going to talk about that tonight on Locked On NFL Draft. You are Locked On NFL Draft, your daily podcast covering the NFL Draft. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Oh, welcome in. Your power trio is ready. Locked on NFL Draft, bringing it to you. My man, Ryan Tracy from Rogue Analytics down there. Uh, You see him at Ryan Tracy NFL on Twitter. Eric Crocker, former NFL, AFL defensive backs. Back, Eric Crocker, at Eric underscore Crocker. Unfortunately, he was not the sticky finger defensive back that we were teasing. Um, So we're going to get to those guys in a little bit. But we're going to talk. Well, we're going to talk quarterback here in just a second, but we appreciate you making Lockdown NFL Draft your first listen of the day. And today's episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Oh, man. The most comfortable shorts, pants, and sweatpants with built-in liners. Go to birddogs.com, use promo code LOCKEDON, and boom, a free Bird Dogs rope hat with your pair of Bird Dogs. That's something I will be doing after the show, I promise you. We got stories about bird dogs. But guys, <laughs> I want to start right here with a guy that we've actually talked about the last couple of weeks. We talked about him a little bit leading up to the draft, but he sort of it was interesting because as the draft got closer and closer and closer, we talked about this quarterback class in 2022 and thought, eh. I don't know, man. There, there might be a couple guys that go in the first round, maybe. It ended up being only one. Nobody won a second round, and then there's a bunch of third rounders. And then in the fourth round, after having a rookie quarterback that went to the Pro Bowl, the Patriots did what the Patriots do. The Patriots decided, you know what? We like Bailey Zappi. Fourth rounder, played at Houston Baptist, HBU, now HCU. I call his game as a true freshman. They transfers to Western Kentucky with Zach Kidley. He blows it up. But at the Senior Bowl, it was Malik Willis who got the love. Malik Willis is throwing the ball 100 miles an hour, and we all jumped on it. We all – Desmond Ritter, we got on top on him. We just loved him. And Bailey Zappi just sort of kind of cruising underneath all that noise. But the Patriots loved that they saw in Bailey Zappi. And by the way, the Patriots loved they saw in Cole Strange. That, that's worked out. Now you've seen it with Bailey Zappi. He's the only quarterback in the Super Bowl era in his first two starts to win and be 100-plus rating in both games. One at home against the Lions, spanked them 29-0, went to Cleveland. They put 38 up on the board against Cleveland. So, Eric Crocker, I'm going to start with you. If you're Bill Belichick, A, is this Tom Brady all over again? And B, if you think Bailey Zappi's the guy – do you move Mac Jones to a quarterback hungry team? I I just don't see them moving on from Mac Jones. And while we all appreciate Bailey Zappi's uh, performances that he's had, and I think Ryan Tracy definitely, I mean, that was his biggest fan during the draft process. I don't see a scenario where they're like, you know what? We, we, we like everything you've done Bailey, but you know, Mac Jones, yeah, we're just going to trade you off. No, I think they like Mac Jones. I think Mac Jones is the leader of this offense. I think Mac Jones has been everything that they thought he would be up until this point. And what I mean by that, I mean, you know, it's not 
like you're asking him to be uh, Justin Herbert, who's playing, you know, Monday Night Football, or, you know, uh, Patrick Mahomes, but just somebody that can run the offense efficiently. And it's great that you've seen Bailey Zappi do this because at the very least, you know, if if anything happens to Mac Jones again, you have a quarterback who the players are now buying into and they appreciate and like his efforts. I heard one of the defensive linemen saying, hey, I ain't know much about him, but he's looked great. He's looked awesome. And I think that's high praise. But yeah, when Mac Jones is ready to go, which I saw him practicing last week, I'd assume he'd be back right in that starting spot. And you don't look to trade him. Ryan Tracy, let me present an argument. Let, let me make it more specific, all right? Croc, you think about this. You are Scott Fitterer, Carolina GM, and you're seeing things unfold, and you're like, you know what? Call Bill Belichick. Coach, we'll give you a first and a third for Mac Jones right now. If you're Scott Fitterer and, you, and Belichick is willing to offer that, or he's willing to give you Mac Jones and you – First and a third. You're Scott Fitter and you're thinking it over. Would you give up a first and a third for Mac Jones right now? I think he has shown that at the very least, he's a very capable starting NFL quarterback. Now, I think we would like to see just a little bit more. If you're going to give up a first right. and some. Which is presumably going to be a now. top five pick for Carolina. You think it's going to be a top five pick unless Mac can turn him around. But. The, 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 the tough it's thing always lot. is that you know more of what you're getting from Mac Jones, right? Because, I mean, we've seen him at the NFL level. Right. We know what he is and what he isn't. With these young guys, I think there are guys in this class that have more upside. There are guys that have more talent. But are you going to get the base level of what you're getting from Mac Jones? And that's the part where you just don't know. Brian, you're first and a third, and you get Mac Jones. A, if you're Scott Fitterer, would you do it? B, if you're Bill Belichick, would you do it? If you're Fitterer, I mean, the walls are on fire. It's about to come down on your head. Anything you can do to get a win, I say you go for it, right? Because at worst case scenario, you just traded away a team who you're not running anymore, and you they lost a pick, not you. So why not go for it? If I'm Bill Belichick, I'm taking that because personally, I have these guys in the same position in their respective classes, number five. And I like what I'm getting from Zappy. And and if I have, if I'm a guy in the room, if I'm, you know, slappy intern film dude in the room trying to make an argument, <laughs> my argument is Mac Jones looked that good with Josh McDaniels. Bailey Zappy has no one. And I'm sorry, Matt Patricia, kudos to you for you made three calls. I don't buy it. I, I think Zappy's doing this on his arm and his process and his talent and just trying to get through. And I think that shows more upside. If you are to get an offensive coordinator that can actually put together a scheme that actually takes advantage of your players in the future, I think the upside is probably, from my perspective, and yes, I was super high on him before, I think it looks better with Zappi. So if I'm, if I'm Bill, I'm taking that all day long. Well, I think that's, that's one of the, the biggest considerations to me. And, I, and look, it was one, one two games with, with Mac, two, three games with Mac. And two games with Zappi. I think Zappi came into uh, – well, he came into game three. He didn't start game three against the Packers, but he came into that game at that point. And I think you're right. And that's one of the considerations to me is, boy, it looks just – it looks smoother. It looks better. And it, and the reason I, it, it feels like Tom Brady all over again is is for that reason. Zappi is very similar cerebrally to the way Tom thinks. Tom was hugely confident, bordering on – super cocky 
Bailey Zappi is exactly that. He is super cocky. He felt like if you would have told him, Ryan, you would have thought you were going to accomplish, hey, I've got you number five on my list. He would have been like, I'm number one, bro. Like, he's got that sort of confidence. And I think that's the sort of thing that maybe and, – and Max that way too, which is interesting. But if I'm fitter, boy, it's, a, it's tough giving up a top five. But like you said, with the walls closing in, maybe you feel like, hey, ooh, ooh, man, this is an opportunity maybe that something could happen and maybe we could build with Mac Jones as opposed to all the nonsense the Carolina Panthers have had at quarterback. So it's an interesting, it's an interesting thought uh, of what – Belichick might be able to do now we'll see what happens when Mac comes back and I don't know maybe maybe the value of Mac you know rises once he gets back in the lineup maybe Zappy his value rises who's to say uh we've seen teams over the years give up a lot for backup quarterbacks I remember living in Jacksonville way back in the 90s and they had a quarterback by the name of Rob Johnson and Rob Johnson played like once and the Bills were like we'll take him we'll take him come on give us my so we've seen crazier things happen in the NFL at some point, especially with that particular position, quarterback. And I don't think any of us were quarterbacks, so we could talk bad about them. They're a bunch of prima donnas, but they're very valuable, especially if you've got the right one. If you've got the right one, hang on to them. All right, we come back. we got to talk about a few sticky-fingered corners that have played really well. One you're not paying attention to, I can promise you that, and he might be the best of the bunch. But speaking of the best of the bunch, we got to talk about bird dogs. Now, three of us were lucky enough to get our pairs of bird dogs, shorts, pants. I mean, I got the pair of shorts, and my son tried them on. And I, listen, it's kind of interesting living with my son. My wife is out in California with my daughter. So my son and I, my son's 22, and he's been living with me. He steals my, my food, my bill bars. He steals my supplements, and now he's stealing my shorts. He's like, Dad, these shorts are freaking awesome. And I'm like, what about them? And he goes, they got a liner inside. And I can't tell you what he told me next because that's not for FCC Airwaves. But he basically said he felt comfortable because they got a liner inside the shorts. He's like, I don't need need underwear. I'm like, all right. I mean, 22 years old, don't need underwear, and you get a great pair of shorts. The most comfortable things. I wore my bird dog pants on our trip to Jacksonville. Business casual road trip. I took them on a trip. Man, they were awesome. I'm going to start wearing them on the sidelines for games because they're super comfortable. I mean, super comfortable. Like the cute little Charmin bear rubbing it up against your thighs. It's not scratchy. I mean, it's comfortable. A little stretch to them. You will absolutely love these. Bird Dog Joggers are higher quality than Lululemon and $20 less. So do the right thing. Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com, enter promo code locked on, and they'll throw in a free bird dogs rope hat that's birddogs.com promo code locked on and boom a free bird dogs rope hat with your pair of bird dogs the most comfortable shorts pants and sweatpants with built-in liners you will not take these things off promise you i promise you you will absolutely love them i have a couple of pairs and i that's not enough especially as the season's gone on so make sure you check out birddogs.com we thank you again for making Locked On NFL Draft your first listen every day. I'll make sure you check out NFL key predictions every Friday on Locked On NFL. Locked On's local experts give you the inside scoop on the five biggest games of the NFL weekend, including Sunday and Monday night football, plus betting advice from the field's leading experts, Bet Online. Follow NFL key predictions every Friday on Locked On NFL, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. 
All right, we're going to talk about some corners. But I know the Jets, the Seahawks, the Texans, they all went looking for corners. Corners aren't easy to find, just like you looking for potential people to hire. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain. In the draft, you're never 100% certain, but you get to interview them, you let teams know, you let players know, hey, we're interested in you. It's the same thing that you can do with LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. All you got to do is add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to hire after you interview them. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the quality candidates you want to talk to faster. Don't go to the combine. Don't go to the draft. Just go to LinkedIn Jobs. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL. That's LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL to post your job for free terms and conditions apply. Now, guys, I mentioned three teams that drafted corners. Now, there are a lot of teams that drafted a lot of corners. But early in the draft, we had this discussion many, many times because obviously my team, the Houston Texans, was third in the draft. We thought the Jets might be looking at a corner. They're fourth in the draft. And the Seattle Seahawks seemingly always draft corners, and they were way down the road. But they ended up finding, I think, I don't know, I don't, I don't think, I know, those three teams came away with two guys in three overall, four overall, and one guy drafted a fifth round that are going to end up being number one corners in the league. Now, Sting was off. Technically, we had a bye week this week, so Sting didn't play. But Eric Crocker, you watch this position. You know this position. You played this position. You know it backwards and forwards. Sauce Gardner has been all that and then some with the Jets. And Tariq Woolen with the Seattle Seahawks has been worth a – he was worth the first rounder. But as a fifth-rounder, he's playing his guts off four straight games with an interception as Seattle holds Arizona to nine points. In fact, Arizona didn't score an offensive touchdown. Cliff Kingsbury's pulling his hair out. Kyler Murray's letting his hair grow out. And Tariq Woolen is just picking passes off and looking great. Your thoughts thus far on, A, what you see from Sauce, who we maybe knew was going to do this. B, your thoughts on Tariq Woolen, who was kind of a diamond in the rough that I know, Ryan, you and I have maybe talked about that during the draft, Tariq Woolen from UTSA. I think I have to start with Tariq Woolen because that's the guy right there who was the biggest physical freak that we have pretty much ever seen at the cornerback yeah. position coming out in the sense of, you know, six foot four, like a legit six foot four, you know, weighing 205 pounds. And like, that's cool. Okay. You have a six four long arm corner and a real, real six four. Yeah. But then he goes out there and runs in the four twos. And he jumps, vertical jumps through the roof. And you knew yeah. that there was this really big-time potential. Then he goes to Seattle. And they're used to having cornerbacks uh, that are built similarly to him. So they're going to understand the strengths, the weaknesses, and exactly how to utilize him. They put him up in press, getting guys face, And he's been tremendous and making it really difficult for guys down the field. I think people pa- – Passing on him is it's justified because of the newness to the cornerback position for him in that transition there. And you're gonna have to like really see what he potentially will be if it all came together. What's coming together right now 
sooner than people expected, and, and he's getting better week by week. So as it pertains to Tariq Woolen, I mean, first and foremost, I think he's doing a tremendous job. Then when you look at he has like an interception in four straight games. I mean, that's taking the ball away and the impact in the game that way for your defense, especially when they're in a low-scoring game against the Arizona Cardinals, that is huge. And then you turn the page and you go to Sauce Gardner, and a lot of people thought that he potentially would be the first cornerback taken. We know it was Derek Stingley over there with Houston, but I'm pretty sure the Jets right now are really happy with who, I don't want to say fell into their lap, like he ended up being a you know, pick 25 or something. Yeah. But – you know, in the sense of a corner taken before him, and then what you're getting from him, oh, man, they got to be really excited. What he did, the display he put on against the Green Bay Packers, I mean, that was almost disrespectful for a rookie corner to <laughs> play. The, the Chiefs do, had to be And he's been doing that yeah. throughout the year. Like, he's yeah. been playing at a high level. He's had a play here and there that he's given up, but for the most part, he's been the best rookie week in, week out. Uh, and I think his recap, of how he did things with putting on the uh, the the cheese head. Yeah. I loved it. Now, I think it was Alan Lazard went and slapped it off his head, but I love him putting on the cheese head. I love the confidence. I love the swagger, and that's carrying over to everybody else in the defense. Young guy, he's going to be a team captain pretty soon. You know what I like, uh, Croc, maybe the best? He's relying on his feet more than he is his hands, and that was something that we challenged him with, basically, and that was he had to start thinking with feet before hands, and he had been thinking hands before feet, but yeah. his feet look so much better than what they looked like at Cincinnati. Uh, and looking back at my Harris 100, as we talk about Tariq Woolen, I had him at number 64. And I'll, I'll tell you this. I had a, I had a buddy of mine, his agent, and he, he pushed UTSA hard. He's like, my nickname is Jaybird. He always knows me at Jaybird. He's Jaybird, do not put him in your Harris 100, man. You're going to look foolish. I'm like, you sure? He's like, do not put I'm telling you, there, there are some issues. Uh, with this and that, I'm like, I don't know, man. I'm watching him at the Senior Bowl, and I'm looking at him standing next to every other corner, and he looks like a power forward size-wise compared <laughs> to all those point guards. It was unbelievable. I was like, I've never seen anybody built that way. So, Ryan, from an analytics standpoint, what do you remember about Tariq Woolen standing out? Because I would think from an analytics standpoint, like he was off the charts, like size, speed, all that at that, at that corner position. Like they're fast dudes. But then there are six, four fast dudes like that guy. <laughs> yeah, it, actually, when it was all said and done in terms of the athletic matrix, he came out number two at the position just behind Zion McCollum, who you yeah. got us on to. Yep. The two of them are such rare athletes, and it is the size that gives it away. I, I had some problems with this film at times, maintaining his mirror, understanding like how to use his body to its full effect. So, I mean, sauce is sauce, right? He's been this way. He's understood how to attack routes and understand all that. Kudos to the coaching staff, again, in Seattle, for taking a raw prospect. And, I mean, six games in, it's an incredible change already from what I see. He's allowing the lowest of any of the rookie corners in terms of NFL passer rating against. He's got that, that four picks leading that. That's great. But, like, the other key metric that really makes a difference to me that I always track is reception percentage. And he's, like, number three in that, 55% allowed. That's stopping more passes than you really have a right to as a rookie, in my opinion, especially when you have a couple of athletic things that are in your favor and a couple of technique things that aren't. So kudos to him and the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, Seahawks seemingly finding another day three pick. Richard Sherman, uh, Brandon Browner. Now Tariq Woolen. I mean, finding those guys in the fourth, fifth round, 
look, you got to hit on first rounders. You got to hit on second rounders, no doubt. Like, those are musts. You got to hit them first, second rounders. But if you're hitting on day three guys that end up being your number one corner, your number one right tackle, if you're in on those guys in, in later rounds, my goodness. Now, we can't forget the skill guys. And there are two wide receivers from a rookie standpoint that caught my eye this weekend. And it makes me think that Jalen Hyatt from Tennessee might be that much more valuable. We'll get to that in just a second. But I know if you had Jalen Hyatt this weekend on prize picks, you went off. I can't imagine that they had a more or less number for Jalen Hyatt of 100 yards. He doubled that number. Well, prize picks, wait a second. What's prize picks? Well, prize picks is daily fantasy made real easy. It's so simple. All you do is you pick two to five players in your favorite sport. You pick the sport. I don't know. If, I don't care if you're doing WNBA, esports, NCAA basketball, women's basketball, NASCAR, Premier League. It doesn't matter. They've got it covered. You just pick two to five players, and if they go and score more or less than their Prize Picks projection, depending on how you see it, you can win up to ten times your money in any entry every single day. There's always a sporting event going on. So all you got to do is go to PrizePicks.com. They offer projections on any sport, like I said. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Currently operational in over 30 states and Canada. Download the PrizePix app or go to prizepix.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code Locked On. If you deposit $100, PrizePix will give you $100. Deposit $50, PrizePix will give you $50. It's that simple. Don't forget to enter promo code Locked On at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. PrizePix.com or download the PrizePix app. Start winning today. All right, guys. Watching Jalen Hyatt on Saturday against Alabama was I, – I, I love the guy. And we've talked about him a, a few weeks. And I don't want to beat a dead horse, so to speak. But I love the guy. I mean, the speed is just incredible. Two guys, two rookies stood out as a pass, pass receivers. Now – I was high on Chris Olave and very, very high. In fact, I think he was wide receiver one for me. And he's had a really nice start to his career with the Saints. There's no doubt. But two guys that weren't first-rounders, New England's Tyquan Thornton and Indianapolis' Alec Pierce. Those two guys, the way that – I mean, first of all, Tyquan Thornton, I think he ran 4-2-3, whatever it was in the forty. And the Patriots went drafting. I'm like, well, wait a second. Why would the Patriots draft that guy if Mac Jones doesn't really throw? He doesn't have the howitzer that some of these guys do. Maybe it's a waste. I don't think it is, and I think it's going to pay off. He had four catches for 37 yards. He also had a touchdown for the Patriots. And that speed is just – I mean, it's, it's like take your breath away. Indianapolis drafted Alec Pierce. The first, they need a receiver. Pittman's a great re- possession receiver, but Pierce is the burner. And he's big, 6'4". 212, 215, and he could fly. Ryan, I know that speed doesn't grow on trees, but watching an imp- the impact of two rookies like that at wide receiver, I know teams are always looking for speed, but does it become that much more valuable when you see rookies like that come in and make instant impact solely because of the fact they can run 4 3? It does, especially when you t- think about the way offenses are evolving in the league right now. Time to throw is coming down. 
the quick game's becoming that much more. If you have the elite athleticism to beat a man early so that he doesn't have a chance to catch up to you, or you can get to the point where you can use that that elevation in particular like Pierce does. I know that's Eric's guy. He's got to talk about him more. But for Thornton, like getting that first step, like he's not super, super explosive. He does need a couple of steps. But just that initial break gets you to the point where you can beat what's man coverage now. You can settle down in zones. You can accomplish things that maybe three, four, five, eight seasons ago – Rookies just – they still had to do that three-year rule, right, where it took that adaptation. Right. Now the athleticism is getting them that much farther like that. And I still am a little iffy on Thornton if he's going to be anything more than just a true deep threat. Eric, I think with Alec Pierce, and that was a guy that you liked during the draft process, I hate seeing him. I hate seeing him in the blue and the white of the Colts, my God. But if it helps, the if it keeps the Colts from drafting Marvin Harrison Jr. next year, I'm okay with that. <laughs> However, I really don't want to see Pierce. I think this guy can be an absolute weapon for the Colts going forward. I think opposite Michael Pittman is a match made in heaven. I mean, you look at what Michael Pittman did in his last game and then how uh, Alec Pierce is able to play off of that, I think it's tremendous. The one thing that stood out to me about Alec Pierce, especially early on uh, in the evaluation process, was just – the versatility, being able to line up inside, outside, um, the vertical threat that he was. I think that was something that consistently jumped off the film to me. And then you continue to watch and just see how he's improving week in, week out each game and never back down from any type of competition. There were a lot of things that really stood out to me, so much so that I was saying, hey, man, uh, I know the Packers have two first-round picks. Maybe they would like Alec Pierce in one of those roles uh, because I thought he's somebody that can catch on with Aaron Rodgers right away. But nonetheless, he's been tremendous uh, so far for the Colts. Making plays, right? We've seen all the ability now just be a little bit more uh, consistent with everything that he's doing. And as a receiver coming into the NFL, a lot of time there is that transition of understanding, you know, get on the same page as a veteran quarterback. Got Matt Ryan there. Uh, understand what he's seeing, being able to read uh, different, being able to read the defense, seeing what the quarterback is seeing, right? If it's cover two, do I keep it going or do I have to keep it skinny? If it's versus single high coverage, you know, do I run it this way? If it's a zone versus man, where do I settle? You know, getting on the same page with his quarterback from that standpoint, that's something that's going to continue to build. But early on, I'm pretty sure they're excited with being able to get him where they got him. Yeah, Matt Ryan found him a few times the other day, found Jelani Woods, his rookie tight end as well. Uh, Ballard may have hit a couple of rookies in the past game that the Colts have been lacking. And if they get anything out of Paris Campbell anytime soon, I'm going to be very, very sick to my stomach uh, about what the Colts are able to do uh, with the passing game. Now, we'll see whether they need a quarterback, but that is going to be for another show later this week. Gentlemen, you, you did it. I was about to say something really bad. You guys kicked butt tonight. You guys were absolutely awesome. Fantastic, as always. Eric Crocker at, under, at Eric underscore Crocker at Ryan Tracy NFL. I am Jay Harris football. You have just watched and made locked on NFL draft. Your first listen of the day. And we appreciate that. We got plenty for you. Hey, last Friday's show. If you didn't catch on to our, the draft, you got to check it out. It was fantastic. I thought it got rave reviews. So you make sure we'll do that again on Friday, different topic this time. But we'll change it up each and every Friday. That was fun. So make sure you, you check that out on Lockdown NFL Draft. Now make your second listen, Peacock and Williamson NFL Show. Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson give you the expert NFL analysis in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. For Eric, for Ryan, I'm John. We'll see you next time on Lockdown NFL Draft. Let's go!